Yeah, he was excited to try that. I haven't heard what he thought of it. Rheingeist is ubiquitous already since coming into Chicago. Like, they're all over. Like, like every oh, yeah, grocery yeah, yeah. store I have them has them. Um, Dude, it's just great here that you put yeah. this stuff. This is on, right? But you know, one of the, I don't know. at the grocery store near me that has them, one of the issues is, <laughs> I don't know why, they book all their beers at the same rate. Okay. So they're always out of... What's their IPA? The Truth or something like that? Truth, yep. And then they have these weird, like, mango strawberry lagers, right. which I'm sure they're okay, but it's like, no, why don't you book, this. why don't you buy more of the Truth, you know? Yes, yes. And then book these a little less uh, regularly. But, um, yeah, Ryan Geist is good. So the breweries, I, I here is amazing. I've never been it's there. It's really cool. I have been to the brewery. The brewery is really cool. Uh, uh, we drove through over the Rhine. Last time we were in Cincinnati, and that shocked me. How much has changed? That neighborhood since yeah, I lived there. Yeah, it has changed a lot. Like, you, like, you, cannot, be, drive you cannot drive through there without getting killed. You cannot get killed. You would yeah. get killed there. Yeah. And uh, Which neighborhood? Like your old one? It's in Cincinnati. It's in Cincinnati. Oh. It's called Over the Rhine. When did you live in Cincinnati? Uh, 1997 to 1999. Were you born yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, wa- I went to first grade <laughs> in 99. Okay. Ninety-seven, ninety-nine. I lived in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is actually, if you ever get a chance to visit Ross, is a gorgeous city. Like, I, it's really cool. They've done amazing things to uh, the yeah. riverfront. Um, I've been a couple times. I have some friends. My, my actually, my um, uh, my very, very good friend uh, and her boyfriend moved to Cincinnati. He he moved there for work. Um, so she moved with him. Yeah, didn't start. We're talking. Yeah. I see you went with the uh, <laughs> collaboration. Good. How do you how do you like it? It's good. It's really good. It's good. It's quite good. It's Come fantastic. Yeah, after your pitching of it, I wasn't gonna like watch <laughs> two of those go Wait, away. Who has the other one? It's still in the fridge, I yes. think. Oh, okay. Still an option. I'll split it with somebody. Yep. All right. So, what was your meeting? We were discussing our um, project yeah, for secret that we're going to present tomorrow. Oh we're going to rebrand. We're going to rebrand. We yeah. are. We are. We are essentially doing like a, a college, uh, you know, end of year presentation so tomorrow. I, I don't, Sean, I don't know if you'll sort of understand where I'm going with this, but. These two guys are totally overthinking something. It's, no. it's like they're going way too far. No, no, it was his idea to you're go, today. You're go-getters. It was his t- his idea. Okay. Uh, another person on our team is on another team, and they met for over an hour and a half today. Are you serious? Yes. Everybody who's doing this project is doing what we're doing. All we've done is 30 minutes. Other people have been doing this for weeks already. I don't. We we don't want to win. I mean, we this project failed we, already. This we, is like college. We, yeah, this is yeah. Pangea. We know you're this getting, fails. This does not we work. This fails. We've done it. We we've failed. tried it. God, I've, I wish I was in this thing. Now I've tried to say this so many times. Yeah. We've done this already. It failed. Wait, 
Nothing. I'm completely out you of should be nothing. So, nothing. So, so there's a program that's going on where um, we pulled parts of the organization together in this workshop where you're trying to learn kind of how to work more collaboratively and how to um, perhaps bring things like agile methodologies, things that we're very comfortable with, into the organization. So it's the, the larger group trying to bring everybody along into a consistent way of thinking about problems, working collaboratively, mm -hmm. and, and kind of being better as an organization at large. So it's being seeded throughout the, the organization. And, um, and like I was in the pilot group that went through it originally. And, you know, we sort of met during these sessions and did what we did and then kind of left and went about our business. And yes, we were encouraged to bring things back to our jobs, our daily jobs, and try to introduce them and do things in a different way. Um, but apparently this group, it, which these guys are a part of, are overachieving. They're going above so, and beyond. Ross, ironically, there's 50 people in this class from every OPCO and, and WPP, and they put Dion and myself on the same team together. Randomly. I have yeah. no idea what they were thinking. <laughs> meant to be. I mean, John, it's meant to be. Exactly. That's fantastic. Anyway, so we're trying to do anyway, our best. Yep. And when we told, when we suggested to our, uh, we have like a, a, a moderator or a guide on this journey. When we when we said, should we meet outside? She was like, yes. Oh, they, yes, you should. Yes, that would make us so happy. I'm not going to say it's going to make me happy, but yes, you should. Because you can just, they give you 10 minutes to talk about this project like twice Who a week. Who is this person? Gabby. Who? Gabby. Gabby. Oh, okay. So she was, she was like, yes, you should. Yes. And we're like, okay. Well, so is the, is the point for you to learn something or for you to teach somebody something? So we're pitching a solution to a problem tomorrow it's it's basically saying how we're teaching you some 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 tips and tricks like agile methodology so that you can bring some things back to you what you do in, a, in your daily work environment and spread it among your team right so why don't we practice by having you do a project use these things with your team and apply them practice apply them before you go back and really apply them all right surprise quiz teach me something now go <laughs> <laughs> we already do a lot of it. We yeah, already we, talk. Our group already does it. We almost do almost all this stuff already, with with some exceptions about being maybe better leaders or management and making sure that everybody is kind of at the level. Listening I, to I'm learning nothing. You're failing. <laughs> Try harder. Well, you are the best professor ever. I want yeah. to take your class now. Um, <laughs> Are you wrong? <laughs> are you sure you want to do computers? Yeah, it, <laughs> go sit in the corner. You, I mean, you don't want me to bore you, it, but that's what this is about. So we, you know, we watch we watch YouTube's on leadership and the you know. And, and you the know. short answer to your question is, it, it's both. We should be learning things in these sessions and actually taking those things and kind of helping our teams learn from that experience. So but aren't we kind of, you know? the bastard child of this group considering that we but well our role like we don't have clients 
per se, like, you know, most of... This is all of the IT organization that we're talking about. So everybody in this conversation... Is, is IT just like us? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but different, different pieces of the group. It's like the people, different team opcos. So, and okay. The finance yep. team and other parts like us at other opcos. You know. Okay. So well, that's actually pretty cool. The four lessons are that I've put down are giving intent, which is give control to create other leaders, uh, storytelling no, no, no. with my voice. Uh, answering whys before I get started on projects and uh, what with your voice? more. He took agile, too many notes. He, more ag- I took a lot of notes because they keep asking you constantly. What'd you learn? What'd you it, learn? What'd you learn? It, what'd you learn? Yeah, what'd you learn? Yeah, yeah, so you got to have it ready. That's, that's why I turn my camera. I turn my consent. camera off. Then <laughs> he, he disappears into the void. It's of like in those those cop movies where they just go, "Why'd you become a police officer to protect and serve the community?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That is exactly correct. All right. Well, we are the World by hey. IT guys, and I am Steve. I'm Carla. I'm Dion. John. I'm Sean. Ross. Uh, we're here for uh, episode 223. Um, uh, and I haven't posted last episode. I, I'm, I'm behind. But 322. That, sorry? 322 then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, what, is, uh, what is going on in the world today? Is everybody... Um, Olympics. The Olympics? Yeah. You guys been watching? What's going on, yeah. Is anybody watching any Nope. That? I'm watching the Olympics. I do. Not every day, all day, but I, actually every day, but not all day. I so think I'm watching. Really the, I'm watching the news oh, that okay. falls out of the Olympics very loosely. I'm not watching any of the actual. I, yeah, I watch at night the highlights, but uh, it's been pretty exciting. Yeah. We have a second cousin on the Olympic volleyball team. Oh, Ooh, very cool. Nice. I You're doing well. I don't know her. <laughs> okay. All right. But still. That's cool. cool. They're doing well. Yeah. They'll medal probably. I think so. I don't know if they'll win, but they'll get a medal. So, so this is sort of going with the theme. I'm watching the news about it. So all I know about the Olympic volleyball team is that you know there was an uproar about the uniforms. That that's what I know about. Beach oh, women's beach, beach, beach volleyball. Oh man, beach volleyball. Yeah. Those things are small. Yeah. Those and, are small. Which is yeah. My my wife's like, does that? Do they really need to wear that on the beach? And I'm like, they don't need to. But that's where the sport began. Like it began on the beach. You were wearing your swimsuit and you played this volleyball on the beach. That's where it started. Do they need to continue? No. Should they be punished for wearing something different? No. No. Yeah. So that's where they will be next time for sure. Oh, but absolutely. But up until this one, when somebody said, "I'm wearing shorts. I'm not wearing a thong," <laughs> essentially to play sports <laughs> on TV in front of you know 30 million people, 30 billion people, whatever, is like. All right, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can wear shorts next time. Yeah, it might. and the dudes are in like t-shirts and like oh, yeah. Yeah, board shorts, and they're yeah. like, "Dude, what's up?" You know, and the girls are like naked playing volleyball on the beach, and it's like, so we had it on there night, and my son walks in, and he goes, "Whoa, what is this?" I'm like, "Sit down and watch this." <laughs> A spicy menu, Dad. <laughs> it was. It is pretty ridiculous. The they're. Uh, their outfits, though. Yes. Yeah, that they make them wear that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's totally... Uh, it's not like, you know, diving or water sports where where maybe there'd be an advantage to having a smaller... But you're, you're playing in sand. Like, what's... And matter? they end up with these camera shots that you're yeah. just like, oh, they're just like down we low. Have, we should have seen that. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, I watched diving last night, and the men's, like, swimsuits are like banana hammocks. Yeah, like, they oh, are. Wow. They're, yeah. like, they're yeah. wearing nothing. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Although almost all of these sports, you look at the runners, some of them are like, you know, pan up, pan up. <laughs> some of the times, like, it's interesting. Like, I watched diving for a little bit, and you realize, like, 
how ridiculous all this is. Because, like, if I heard it correctly, the judges aren't allowed to watch any of this in, like, replay. Oh, really? So, like, that's that. one of the reasons why, like, the splash at the end matters. So, like, like people always ask, like, why does it matter so much that there's no splash? And it's basically because the judges don't know what the hell they you did. They can't see what they just saw. <laughs> it happens too <laughs> fast. The splash right. everyone sees, you know? Huh. Interesting. Oh, and this is a, a, another interesting, like, sort of operational security thing I learned. That the Russians started winning off that splash. And... Uh, the I think it was the Nordic team took him out and got him drunk and asked, like, how do you do that where there's no splash? And after, like, 15 beers, they revealed that, like, what you do is, like, if you... I never knew they did this until I read this story, but they but they go into the water. Yeah, they, cro- they, they uh, intertwine their fingers when they go into the water uh, to create more resistance. Which creates like a vacuum when they that pulls the splash back. Oh, yeah. Oh, huh. that, that is that story has to be bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't bullshit. know. Hey, hey, no, hey! Bullshit. This is from an Olympic. Athlete. No, no, no. Well, exactly. Based on the fact that there is no human on Earth that can outdrink a Russian. <laughs> well, yeah. well, they might have brought in not the Olympic. They might have brought in the beer. Like this is where I could be on the Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you're gonna pretend to be a swimmer, and you're gonna drink 78 beers and try and figure out how they don't make a splash. And you have to John in his banana hammock. <laughs> well, well, well. well, 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 well <laughs> My secret is I fart as soon as I enter the water. Hello, divers. <laughs> how is it going? <laughs> <laughs> but I did see an article about uh, fencing. How fencing has become like just they dance around; they don't actually fight. They had so to they, change the they rules. They changed the rules, so these, these we were w- talking about it this weekend. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they were like uh, they were getting red cards for refusal to fight, just dancing around so they don't get hit. But the thing, but that was only in team competition. I guess oh. in one on one it didn't make sense, but in team competition This is a team comp- this is like a street they, fight. They had like team so. fencing and what they would do. <laughs> it's like Anchorman. That's awesome. So, so let, let me, let me I want to see that. that. So let me actually explain how the team competition works and if people give a shit. If they don't, I'll be more than happy to shut up because I barely care. We'd, we'd rather just think about what it, we think it is. I want to see a street a fight. A circle yes. with 12 Bats, guys in nine, yes. one of One, of, on one of the team members is a Accuses the other of killing his father. <laughs> One guy's a foil, prepared to die. A, with a glove. Yes. A glove. <laughs> On guard! <laughs> I love this idea. Honestly, y- y- your guys' idea is much better than what it actually I mean, is. So. If we're going to have three and three basketball, might as well have this. It devolves I mean, into swords, at which point somebody pulls out a pistol, game over. Right. Two hands are tied like together, this. they do a dance, they're break dancing, <laughs> beat it, it's playing. What is that, Running Man? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Running Man? Movie? We're, come on, what? how close were we, Ross? Where they have like uh, Not even. Like a gladiator-type <laughs> yeah. game show? Yeah. So basically, the way that it works is you have three people on the team and one substitute. And basically, what happens is everybody fences with everybody. So if we were doing it in this room, we have six people. So we would basically, we would have, like, each of us go up, up against the other one. And it goes up until five. But it's accumulative, right? So, like, for example, it would be, I don't know, me versus Carla first. Carla wins. Carlo, Carlo wins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's it's three minutes or first to five. So now you're continuing, but it can also finish at, like, you know, two to one for me. 
So now let's say do you Dion, stay because you won, and then the next one comes in. No, no, no. The, it, okay. it gets pre-programmed so that everybody fences with everybody, right? It. So it's me versus Carla, and then Carla's gonna you fence get the with Sean. Point Shawn. for your team. Yeah, but uh, the score advances by five every single time, right? So of course, uh, Olympics, you have to have some crazy scoring. First round is it's five, then it's ten, then it's fifteen, then it's twenty, and the the final score is forty-five, right? Because it's, it's everybody's gonna have three fights. Six people, so, so on, so, so on and so forth. So basically, let's say that I score two points against Carla, right? Um, and sh- you know she's one down. So the, the the object is if our best, so the final fight is going to be our best guy versus your best guy. Okay. If we have the overall better person, better fencer, the whole thing, the whole thing we're trying to do is not fuck him over yeah. during the final yeah. fight. But does and it come down to essentially the final fight almost all the time? Yes. Does it stay so close? Yes. But, for their, for but, but the thing is, so like, how many points do you lose in between? Don't right. lose yeah. too many points because right. even if he is, mar- you know, if he is better than everybody else, he can right. maybe close so the gap. The anchor swimmer on a relay, similar situation. You put your anchor at the end. They're the fastest in what you're doing. Everybody at least needs to keep pace so that they don't have to right, go from behind. Right, but the difference right? is, you know, you can't it, sandbagging in the early rounds doesn't do you anything. Whereas in in a fight, you're just dancing around to try not to get hit. Which right, is yeah, yeah. Effectively there, so there's a hilarious. The if you get a chance, there's a hilarious YouTube video about the Atlantic had a big article on this. Maybe this is maybe you and I read about it at the same thing. But there's a hilarious YouTube video about the fencing match that instituted this rule change. Oh I've not where, seen where, it. Where no. the Swiss team like refused to fight until their last fighter. But like they kept getting red cards. So then they would pretend to fight. And it's <laughs> Oh, it would look like if you put me in an Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just like they're just stopping. Oh, hi-yah! Hi-yah! So <laughs> into the air. Like I just stabbed himself. Yeah. So, so Sean's already undercover as a diver. Now right. we've got him undercover as a fencer. Hello, fellas. <laughs> so, but the, the, why would this? Why this would happen? So, for example, let's say you know uh, the we we were the three of us. Sean, Steve, and me were up against the three of you, right? And let's say Carla sucked ass. really badly, totally and you two were really. She does Sucks. have a broken leg. Yeah, it's because of your broken leg. God damn it. I feel uh, like I'd still beat Dion. <laughs> He's on your team in this hypothetical. Yeah, God damn it. Best one. <laughs> just saying. Carly just starts stabbing herself. Like, I want out of this. Wait, what do I do with the stick? <laughs> the Italians. It would be great to just hear the, the announcer go, the Italians just don't know how to fence. <laughs> Quit hitting me! Quit hitting me! Quit hitting me! <laughs> fighting each other now. <laughs> what the fuck, Ross? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ross. We got so anyway. Ross is going on in the I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. There we go. Um, just a little offended that I was worse than Dion. Is all I'm saying. Well, so I, um, <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I, I was at a lake weekend the weekend before where like none of the good stuff has started yet. Right, and there's this one event. I don't even know what it's called. Where like 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 a horse dances. Like, like the, <laughs> yeah. okay, the riders the just on it, and the Did horse. You see the clip? Is, have you have you watched the the Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart no, video? I haven't watched it, and I was just laughing my ass off about this horse dancing, and uh, then the, it gets even better. One of the riders 
got disqualified because they failed a drug test because the rider did coke. And I'm like, well, of course they did fucking coke. They own a dancing horse. (laughs) 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 It's not like the horse did coke. I mean, like, they should allow it, you know? I love just, like, cocaine is how you failed an Olympic drug test. Just from partying, you know? So I'll post a video of Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg have been doing... Uh, commentary on oh, really? Peacock. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's uncensored. It is hilarious. Okay. And, and they have a, 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 a commentary of the dancing horse competition. Yeah. I, it oh is fucking hilarious. I can't it is so stand funny. Kevin Hart's voice. Oh, it's, yeah. really? Like, oh, my God. It just it hurts my ears. Like, for example, yeah, well, he's very high-pitched. Him and Chris Rock. Like, I, well, they both have high-pitched voices. Right. They're like, well, especially Chris Rock. They're great comics, but, yeah, but you, they have a high-pitched voice. Yeah. yeah. I, Chris I enjoyed, Rock's cadence throws me off. I enjoyed that that commentary. That I saw that clip, and yeah. those guys, you know, they they had a good time with it. Yeah. And the setup is apparently they have been doing this, but they've been given some sort of you're going to be looking at this, and here's what's going to go on, and this one was. Okay, we're just you, you've been doing this for a few times now. We're we're not going to tell you anything. Here's a clip. Just yeah. comment on it. And it was a couple of different <laughs> things, and one of them was the horse dancing. And yeah. it was kind of amusing to watch those guys have at what the hell's going on here. It, it is funny. <laughs> it is really. But awful. I totally. I, what is this event? I I've seen. What is it called? Dressage. What? I, I don't know. I, basically, the yeah. the horses goes massage. around the the square and does diagonals and prances, and I have no idea. It is funny, like how many Olympic events, like you can you can see how it was inspired by just like military training for like parades. Sure. And the, the headline for that horse was training. And... Rave horse steals the show in Tokyo with EDM dressage routine. <laughs> So, but they actually, you know, the the modern Olympics have changed drastically. I think, like in the forties, oh actually God. not in the forties, there, there weren't any Olympics in the forties, but like at the beginning of the twentieth century, they actually one of the events was poetry in the Olympics. Poetry and the the, the, the Irish would dominate. Whoa, <laughs> storytelling, <laughs> yeah, actually, and actually, stand up comics next. <laughs> and actually, the spirit of the Olympics has changed because it was supposed to be like. You know, the, the the that wasn't supposed to be your profession, right? It was supposed to be amateur competition for, totally. the, for yes. the Olympics. Yes. 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 You know, we didn't have these roided-up assholes. Well, and that's where you see, dollars. like, the gap, right, is the, the countries that have the money to make these all de yeah. facto professional athletes where they're all bankrolled just dominate everything. Yep. You know, it's like four countries win 90% of the golds. I mean, yep. we, we have surfing now. I mean, do you think that's going to really last in the Olympics? I mean... That means they're going to have to have Summer Olympics on a coastline somewhere. Yeah. Every time, so they haven't surfing. I mean, that's but they also come and go. Like baseball was in there, and then it got out. So and, and it's back now this year. Well, women's softball, but I don't think baseball's a, back too. Oh, men's yeah. baseball is back. Okay. Yeah, but um, they got rid of it because they they said it was too American and we dominated. Yeah, but I mean, Even though Japan how, beats us every year. Well, yeah, Cuba anyway. was always the biggest maybe threat. Yeah. But, but then they, they would also have funny things like where Mike Piazza, like played on the Greek team, I think, because you can be like one sixteenth or something sure. like that. Or well, right. that's right. still happening now too. It's still there's, happening. But I mean, yeah. tons of actually, of it doesn't. US... It doesn't really matter as long as you have citizenship. Yeah, exactly. Because right. I mean, right. I, I 
Or you own a restaurant serving the cuisine. <laughs> so basically, you can get Greeks. <laughs> Greeks, after the shit show that happened with with uh, a couple of years ago with them going bankrupt, uh, I've looked into this. You can get a Greek passport if you buy property in Greece of over $200,000. So basically, you buy a house on a coastline in Greece, they will give you a fucking passport. Okay. There you go. Passport or citizenship? Both. Everything. Oh, Whatever okay. you want. I think Greece will take <laughs> you if, if you will come and spend $20, You're a senator. I think you want to yeah. sell liquor too? Go ahead. <laughs> Greece has definitely been struggling. Well, So not to make it too serious, but the other sort of headline out of all of this, did you guys see the Belarus sprinter who, who apparently was entered into a heat that she didn't really run? Yep. And she complained about it, and nobody actually heard her. And so she vented on Instagram. And after venting on Instagram, she literally was removed from the Olympics by the country. She was effectively told that she needed to go home. She got kidnapped, right? And No, no, no. And she was sent to the airport to go Mm -hmm. home and pleaded for asylum because she knew if she went home, oh, yeah. she likely was going to have trouble. She was never going to get home. Yep. So, I mean, it, you know, <laughs> we're still dealing with this kind of stuff. And it, it, it's, it's beyond me that kind of the, the sociopolitical world that we live in is still dealing with just dictators who will... Say, you don't do that. Don't know. You're bad. Yeah. And I'm going to now tell you to so- sit in your corner, however that is. I mean, but why is that surprising? I mean, I am I'm 30 years old. I skipped first grade because my country was bombed by this country because we had a dictator. Like, Belarus, <clears throat> the, 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 the collapse of the so- Soviet Union was two years before I was born. They are still dealing with that. People... The, the, you know that region of the world, like Ukraine, Belarus, former you know Serbia and everybody else, a lot of people still need to die for us to get used to democracy. Like a lot of them are still in the mindset of you know that's my guy. You know I'm voting for whoever is in power. Uh, you know yeah, it, it doesn't. Just, but it, you were still able to go to the Olympics. Fuck you. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> but Bel- <laughs> Belarus, like that's a, like I feel. That's a weirder one. I'm disappointed with, like, I don't know how much we want to talk politics. Is like, like taking on Putin or China, like, you know, I don't know if you, or, or North Korea, that's something where you have, like, this, like, uh, game theory around the escalation. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, that could end the world. But Belarus, this strong man, it's like they, they have nothing. Like, like, why are we allowing him? to do this, you know, like the UN well, and everything. You, you can't, that's the thing, I mean, and, and, and I hope that America is going to learn this lesson at one point or another, you can't force democracy up on somebody. Like, every time outside forces have intervened in any country, it was never good. I mean, look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Look at Iraq. Right, but this isn't look. forcing democracy, right? This is a guy who lost a democratic election and isn't ceding power. Like, so they are. I'm not. I, I don't know, know. I don't know anything about their structure. But again, this is something that has to be fixed internally. You can't, you know, send troops and expect to, you know, as Bush would put it, plant the seed of democracy. That's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. I, I am with Ross on this, and and. 
yeah, I didn't I didn't necessarily want to go down the path yeah. this way. Wait, wait, but you asked Ross a question about a country and politics. a dictator, and we yeah. went we go there all the time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's I mean that's what, what else? What else were you thinking? <laughs> we're three that's sentences fair. away from my city was bombed. I'm pissed with off. Almost every conversation. So I'm we, pissed off that this this woman who <laughs> appears to have always tried to stay above the fray, tried not yeah. to be political, gave <clears> a little bit of a vent. Because she personally was being asked to do something, yeah. she tried to bring it up and nobody heard her, and she just sent out a little, God, this is frustrating moment, and now she's a political prisoner, effectively, yeah. because of this. She's got to like, live in Poland now for the rest shit. of her life. So, Why Poland? Because that's who gave her asylum. So may, maybe oh. that will maybe that will light up the populace more, and something will maybe. happen on the ground in the country. And but Sorry, fine. so who fucked up? Was it her administration no, it, it, or the Olympic? Who fuck, It was her coaching staff. Basically, they didn't have like the team, the approvals, whether it was drug testing or whatever it was. They needed an athlete in this event, and so they put her in this event, which wasn't her event. And they didn't talk You're to under her. the 200 coach. I'm the shot putter. <laughs> it's the army, you know. Well, Don't give me your fucking excuses, soldier. Get in there. Like, well, there was there was another track and field person who was put in, and not at the Olympics, but in a in a in a uh, world competition to do hurdles. And she's like, I never did hurdles. They're like, Well, you're doing hurdles today, right? Yeah. She did hurdles, and she's like, Holy shit, I'm really fast at the end. I can sprint. I did pretty good in this race. Now she's a hurdle racer. Like, wait, so, I wait, mean, wait. it's happened before this, this, where, you know. I mean, this, this is almost like that one project we had a long time ago where the PM calls me. He's like, uh, yeah, Sean looks a little overutilized. Oh, I remember that. Can yeah. you uh, <laughs> can you do Java? <laughs> can you You're take, a Java developer now, can you, right? Can you, you can do that, right? Can you take some of Sean's Java <laughs> they, work? He's like, to me, he's like, you know, can you project manage in my sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, but that is akin to what it is. They, they, similar, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, so uh, that aside, uh, th- there were inspiring moments. Again, uh, watched virtually none of it. Uh, but the, the apparently a 1,500-meter runner, mm-hmm. like, literally fell down in the first leg and and got up and actually kicked ass and won the event. Did, oh, did wow. you see this? No. So th- there, there are those moments that are still happening. There's been a, a bunch of like teenagers, like 19 year olds, that are kicking ass in in the track and field, <clears> which is kind of <throat> cool to see that these young women. Some of the mostly, Olympic events are a little too right. weird in how young they are, and then right. you got like China lying about their age. So got, yeah, like, gymnastics. Like, oh, they always eleven year olds out there. It's like what? Yeah. What the hell am I watching? You know, like these are children. You know. Yeah. But my favorite one was the um, the 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 girl, the woman from the Philippines um, that won the first ever. Uh, oh, the weightlifter. The weightlifter. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. The first ever medal for the Philippines. That is cool. That was awesome. She's um, come close before, which is great. So, so, what is what is happening in the world of technology? This is theoretically still technology group. Hmm. Did you see that Japan broke the internet speed record? I did see that. It was an insane speed too. I can't remember what it was, but it was insane. Uh, three hundred nineteen terabytes, almost double the last speed test attempted in August 2020. That means that you could um, wait terabytes per 
per, per second? second? Yeah. What the f- uh, you could download over 7,000 high-def movies in one second. But, but you couldn't. Which is why it was Gia, built. this could be your cell yeah, phone which plan. Is why, <laughs> but, but which is why it was built. Your Maybe processor is slower. Your, your hard drive can't do the right speeds. It involves addressing every part of the pipeline, upgrading the fiber optic line with four cores instead of the usual single well, and core. And it would be split. It would like come into something at that, and then you split it. The laser you know. was amplified at its source, and it wasn't shooting under any oceans or anything, so it was basically simulating distance. Sure. But while that is ludicrous, and to your point, there are some other limitations that you're going to run into theory the fact that they're getting there yeah. scientifically they're finding yeah. ways to do this we should be improving our bandwidth we should be getting to a point where we, we should but download I, a movie it'll be cool but it'll be it'll what was be, the what did they say it traveled over was it fiber optic? Yeah, or, so yeah it's, it's fiber so optic. Four, it has to be fiber I, optic because yeah. you have to go like basically did they speed of light new that was yeah. like you know so Four lines of fiber instead of first. a single, right? Cool. Yeah. Um, and it'll be like big cities that get it first, right? You know, like it's interesting. I've been traveling a lot the last week, last few weeks, going to lake houses and so on. And like the downgrade you get in internet speed <laughs> is amazing. You, you know, like I have cable at home and we were at my cousin's in Michigan a couple weeks ago. And they live there, you know, and like... You're lucky if you're getting 10 megs a second. Lucky. Sure. You know? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's actually one thing that I will really But they're miss. also well, only 20 minutes outside Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is like a relatively – where the University of Michigan is. It's not like the middle of nowhere or right. something, but it's just like once you get outside that – like if you're not in the hub of a major metropolitan area, it, go, it, it downgrades fast. Yeah. And the other thing that you know we deal with are <clears throat> sort of – these companies tweaking us, right? They're they're sort of they could be delivering better bandwidth to every house. They don't. Why don't they? Well, you're not buying enough services. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, you you buy yep. only internet, and I'm a cable company and a phone company, and mm-hmm. a, you're only buying internet. I'm going to give you this bandwidth, and I'm going to kind of gate it. Yep. So I'm going to present it as one thing, and you're going to get something else. Oh. John, you're buying everything. All right, well, you're going to get a better experience because I'm happy with you. You're doing what you want to do. They're, they're always tweaking us. Mm-hmm. They're, these companies... I've been tweaked just to get the Internet. Yeah. I, I, got a, I got a taste of a gig. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, give me a fucking phone. I don't know if fucking use it, but give me a phone. Yeah. That's why I always wanted... Like, I so. live... Like, my block, all the houses are so close together. Like, I've always told this to my neighbors, but, uh, you know... And I'm, like, serious about it, but I'm like, listen, like, I have a cable modem... Like, I'm in the middle of the block. We get one more in the middle of the block. We get two at the end of the house, uh-huh. and we just set up a, a mesh. Right. And we'll all have, like, gig downloads. We split the costs, and it would be, like, amazing, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And Almost I've like had, a like a, like a micro-public Wi-Fi. I've know? had similar sure. conversations, but in, you know, at the lake, I've had these conversations. I'm yeah. like, we can set this up, you know, yeah. you do this and you do How'd that. How'd that work out? None of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this internet have. you talk about? Just tell them. 
You're, Remember you're, Facebook? <laughs> you're on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Facebook. I'm that's on my your, phone, but I need that. It's on my phone. I'm going to make your Facebook fast. Just tell them, you know, the porn will be faster, and they'll be like, okay, we're in. <laughs> yes, there should so be. I actually, Wait, non-blurry porn? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you really want that, but that's a separate com- conversation. I think porn above 480p is not so good. So I do remember when I remember being in college when like HD porn was coming out, and there was like a big debate: like, do I want to see that? You know, like, you, you, you know, genuinely like, do not want to see a porn star in 4K. That no, no, thank you. All filters all day. <laughs> Ooh, that looks good in black and white. Well, but I wonder, like, did they just have to get a higher class of porn stars? You know, like, a lot of makeup. Like, was, Ron, was Ron Jeremy sunsetted as, you know, porn got HD? You know, I don't know. Oh, my God. The porn and, and his career. Well. The hedgehog in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Maybe maybe they all you know that's where uh, the Snapchat filters come in and they actually doesn't really matter who's on screen we're gonna overlay yeah. something of, that you might want to look at. It's disturbing. No 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 no. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I told you my when my son was uh, uh, googling uh, experimenting with Google. Yeah. He was looking at pictures, and they were medical pictures, and I was like, oh, that's not good. That's not, you should not be googling these pictures, Connor. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you should stop. I have, doing. I have some sites that you need to look yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. Not, not this, hey, Connor, right? come on, <laughs> buddy, doing it wrong. Yeah, use these keywords, not that one. <laughs> Connor, Connor, remember, Bing is for porn. <laughs> That's what we've learned. If anybody has learned anything from this podcast, it's Bing <laughs> is for porn. Uh, all right, moving on to more technology. Um, I haven't really followed That's this warm. story, but. Brain computer interface. There's apparently been an approval for actual testing of putting a computer interface between your brain and a computing device. Has anybody? So it would go in. Would it would actually go into your skull? It would be in your brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically an implant or whatever. I was, you know, the thing that freaks me out is, like, it goes into your brain, and then, you know, some intern sends a patch that's not really all that good. <laughs> and, and, now, you and, know, now you're, and now you're drooling. Gets I mean, hacked. <laughs> gets hacked, and then you just kill your wife, you know. <laughs> your wife starts barking oh, at the mailman. I don't know. I would not. I wouldn't put anything inside my brain. Like, I certainly wouldn't do that. But I also wonder... I'm trying to figure out what's the point of it. Like, I, I saw one story, um, and I don't know, like, it was somebody who, I don't know, they can't they can't speak or they can't... There's well, that's some, what I was wondering. If it had something to do with, like, seizures or, like, a brain defect that it's trying to correct. Right. If it was... But if it's, like, a Google Glass eyes, like, right, like just, just enhancement, gonna, like, I wouldn't... I don't think anyone would risk that. We're Paralysis and amputation... People who oh they had that ghost limb syndrome right. and yeah, so yeah. on so yeah. you 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 have a new arm and and they want to help communicate with it and plug that into your brain they give it a digital connection into your brain mm-hmm. essentially right so they think they can get the the electric uh, the electrical you know things impulses in your brain to tell it the mechanical thing to do the thing that you want to do that's so, that so basically that's really what it is so we're talking about. Uh, um, 
uh, Star Operation? Wars. Operation? No, we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> like Darth Vader, like Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Luke Skywalker. Yes. Luke yes. So what, I, let, let me ask you this. That's so, like, really what it is about, yeah. If, if brain, like, like, you know, we live 200 years from now and brain plants were common and, and they were safe, like, what do you think you would benefit from it most? Like, I know what I would benefit from it most is my brain would say, this is this person's real name. Like, before you <laughs> fuck up their name. You know, like, what do you think? Because wouldn't it be awesome if you actually did have an assistant inside your brain? Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, so many Google, things. Like a Google search with the answer instantly for the thing? Yeah, I wouldn't be so more worried about that because, like, everyone would have that. So, like, everyone knows the answer now. But, like, just not mistaking on names. No, dude, c- dude, converting shit, like, units into other units. We'll and still just... be dealing with fucking... Oh, like Fahrenheit to... No, t- yeah. centimeters to inches bullshit. It'll be... No, but the brain, <laughs> you know, the, the thing in your brain just does it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but that's the only thing we're going to have to work on is still – we'd have an adopted metric system. What, you know, that thing where you go like, what was that song? And then instantly it's oh, there. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, what, you know, yeah. What, what, that thing that I was or supposed to – Or my wife always – like every time we watch a movie, this is my wife. She's so bad with faces. Oh, no. She's like, he's in Law & Order, right? We've he's the guy from him. the, like, the no, show with no. the – He's the, the guy from that one movie. Like, sometimes she'll make me stop the movie and I have to IMDB it. I'm like, look, he was not – <laughs> like you, you know, Lenny's assistant in Law and Order. Well, you know? my, like, what, true story. My sister-in-law, who has autism, is essentially like a Rain Man of IMDb. I, I, oh, so she can be like, he was in this movie. At the, if yeah, she yeah, has yeah. seen it, she knows exactly yeah. who, where, when, everything about movies, TV. Like she is it, and I'll be like. Oh, you know the uh, the guy who's in the new uh, Suicide Squad, and you're like, oh yeah, he was in, and you name all the movies. His name, all that's, that. See, like, that's amazing. I, I I'm like, wow. And I just rely on it. It's almost yeah. like, I'm not even going to Google this. Lindsay, yeah. what movie? Yeah, okay, great. Deanne takes her to bar trivia all the time. <laughs> Sean, I agree that that would be, uh, like, I would benefit from something like that too, right? It's like, I know that guy, and I don't have his name. What, yeah. what, I, but at the same time, what a boring world. Yeah. Nobody has any nuance. We'll everybody see. has everybody's name at the finger, their fingertips. Everybody can pronounce every word. You, you don't have that capacity, and I that's don't. part of your charm. It's part of so your what, charm. So I think what would happen, which would probably be unhealthy, and that's why I don't think we understand how unhealthy a lot of these quote-unquote technology enhancements are. Less human, yep. Is it would change conversation where in order, because humans want to have attention, you know, like you would change your conversation in a way that like a Google bot couldn't enhance it. So I think you would just be more flamboyant. Like, and I think we see that with the internet. Like mm-hmm. everyone's eviscerated. Like, like the conversation on the internet is so over the top. Right. You, you know what I mean? And I think on like the downside of that is I think our real life conversations would start to mirror those patterns. Yep. Cause everyone's as equally quote unquote smart. Right. So the way you prove you're not smart is by making like assertions that can't be verified. Yeah, or, we're trending you, you towards know. less conversation and more written text, so there's no verbal happening. Yeah, and we don't want to. I think it would be a scary <clears throat> thing for humanity, actually, for everyone to have it. I do agree with that. But honestly, I, I genuinely like when when these articles come out, they're usually written by somebody who doesn't have any fucking clue what they're talking about about a technology that's not nearly. At a place where they are claiming the that FDA, it is, well, yeah, there's, there's always an overclaim. That, that, like, posted whoop. that argument because the FDA approved the device to go into a human in order to help with uh, an amputee. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and that, now they're like, oh, we have the board. That's a practical the board application is of something yeah. that is here as opposed to, you know, quantum computing in 1999 mm-hmm. is like, yeah yeah, 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 okay, whatever. Yeah, but, you know, it's probably just reading a certain subset of electri- electrical impulses for sure. that person to move their arm in a very limited way. Sure. Which it's is just like we talked about this in the last podcast, I think, where it's the you know, the guy who created Watson and they sold it as this big grand mm-hmm. thing and it was just it's just word association and sort of connections between these things. Don't overblow it. Right? So what you're talking about is it, it, it has a very focused it's it's this Japanese test of speed. They've proven something out in a very controlled environment. No, yeah. we're not going to see that in the next And, and get weeks. it in the real world. Then yeah. in the real world, we're going to see it. But it, it has at to start somewhere. In order to get <clears throat> Darth Vader arms, you need to start somewhere. Okay? So. <laughs> I genuinely don't think that uh, our limbs, the, the limb replacement, is ever going to be mechanical. I think we are far more likely to get to a point where we are growing our own biological limbs and reattaching those than to create a human machine. Like an arm farm? Like an an organ farm. I disagree. I think it's going to be all tentacles. 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 Yeah. Uh, Maybe you can go in and you can pick what what, what sort of apparatus. I want a tentacle. We're evolving into octopi. Yeah. (laughs) I want an elephant snout. (laughs) Prehensile nose. I just want to be able to pick up peanuts without looking at my Exactly. Spray water on my kids. Speak for yourself, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. uh, Last thing on the technology space that I thought was interesting for this group to talk about was Windows 90. I'm sorry. Windows 365. So Microsoft has just released and it apparently is generally available now. You can have a Windows machine in the cloud and spend, you know, a monthly fee to mm-hmm. maintain that that service. Now, isn't it, this is not new, right? Pass. I mean, we, like Amazon introduced something like well, this. Yeah, this it, is not new. It is not new, and their price point is about the same as Amazon's for just spending up. And a it, Windows and, box. And it's too expensive. That's the big issue, I feel. It's so fucking expensive. So, like, how, how expensive? I think it's 50 bucks a month. Isn't yeah, it? The, Fuck it, off. Basically, you can go... <laughs> it's like, honestly, Ross... Ross you're not I sold. mean, it is with a ton of storage, but, it, like, it's expensive. Ross, it's like 26 to $90 a month. And, you know, the $26 one is a piece of shit nobody's ever going to want to use. You want to spend probably in the middle of that, probably a, you know, 50 to $70 yeah. a machine per month. Why is this not? Look, you want a machine, give, give me five bucks a month and you can have a machine and then I'm going to charge you for hours that you're online. Yeah, I think Why they went the wrong way, way in this way. I, I don't know, but it seems so weird because to use it, you have to have a piece of metal, right? So now you've bought a Something. Windows machine, you, you know. Well, it could like, be a tablet. It doesn't. Yeah, you know, it could be whatever, but it's it's you know it it's a five hundred dollar investment, whatever it is, right? I mean, like you can't get by, you know. So you're already in for that, and now you're paying fifty dollars a month, and you look like why wouldn't I just buy a Lenovo, you know, with Lenovo Windows on it? Um, but no, my, my sales pitch is that you can run it anywhere. It's an app on an yeah. iPad. It's an. But it's nobody a, fucking does that. Nobody <laughs> actually needs to be like, oh, you know what? This is like for Gavin. You know, oh, you know what? I forgot my computer. 
nobody wants to work on their phone on like a desktop OS. My, my favorite thing is like recently, I think I saw I saw a SanDisk um, commercial, and it was basically <clears throat> like for for a, for a flash drive, and it was something along the lines of like, "Hey, fucker." Your free cloud storage still free, huh? How about you buy some of actual storage and store your shit elsewhere? Because now, how much money are you actually spending yeah, on this right. free yeah. cloud storage? Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the, that's kind of the bullshit, like where the, where they kind of get you w- with this thing, because you know, like uh, I, I recently started looking at like all the money that they're, and, and I'm a cheap bastard. Uh, <laughs> really? Are you what? sure? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm aware that I am a cheap bastard, all right? And I, but I was kind of looking at like, you know, we pay for for a whole bunch of like Google crap. Nikki has like additional storage for her. We have some additional stuff for this. I'm like, you know, like fuck you. Like, what, this is way too much money. Like, you're you're just ripping me off everywhere. And I'm honestly looking into you know building a server, spending a little bit of money, building something locally, and just being done with it, setting up a raid and. Fuck off. <laughs> well, I I don't think the model... I think the the commercial approach is wrong. I don't think the model is necessarily wrong. I agree. I think, you know, I, I, what I'm confused about is why they didn't take a similar approach to, like, EC2, where it's all based on how much you use it. So that's why I think, like, a simple monthly... Yeah, it's the you price set point machine, that doesn't make sense. Set up a machine, and you will pay me $5 a month to just have the pleasure of a machine. Yeah, and, and if you want to charge you yeah. cents on the hour or minute or whatever. Yeah. So I was, I was you actually... you should be able to dial it up as you need to, too, since it's hosted in the cloud. And I don't need to have... I don't want to pay you for... Uh, an elaborate GPU and a ton of RAM and ton of storage until I get to that point. Or right. maybe Friday night, you crank me up to 11 so I can go gaming you know and do what? my thing. I... And then guess what? Monday morning, I'm back to... It's I got to do email. fucking Word. Here's the... I got to do Word Monday. So crank it back down. I don't yeah. need to pay for that GPU. So I was, I was talking okay. to, this, to this guy who does something very similar to what we do, but he works for uh, Universal Music Group, which is part of like the whole Universal, Universal type of thing. And they went into the whole Amazon ecosystem and were doing, but the problem that they had is because of the insane amount of storage that they had, like their, the bill that they were paying to Amazon was insane to a point where, and this was, this was a couple of years back, he was telling me that they decided that they were going to build a data center, and I think it was like Texas or some, something along those mm-hmm. lines, where it was more financially viable for them to actually build their own data center and maintain that with all like owning the equipment and you know doing it every couple of years than to actually pay the bill yearly to Amazon. Well, I don't think anyone has ever said cloud storage is is technically cheaper per gigabyte. Like that's always been false. But this know? is with with like the the technicians like they they put it on paper and it was like we have our own people. No, it, it, like in a situation like that, if you have the personnel to maintain it, it is always cheaper to own metal. They, like they, metal is always cheaper. Cloud is expensive. Like what you're paying for is their security and knowledge infrastructure, you know, and the ability to scale up like at the at, at the click of a button. Yeah. Yeah. They, they reached. I know that they reached the point where I mean they didn't have the people, they didn't have the space, they didn't have the storage, like they didn't have these capabilities. But they reached the price point where they were like, all right, financially, 
it makes sense for us to actually go You just this. then have to have the confidence that you are hiring <clears throat> the right people that are going to be backing it up and protecting it the same way Amazon would. It's a luxury um, fee. I mean, if you be honest with you, because if you, well, you, if you if we're just well, talking, you know, four terabytes a, a year paid monthly, it's one thing. But if you're, you know, if it's like hard drives die every three years, you buy two hard drives, you keep all your data in two places, it's definitely cheaper. Court, you know, Sean and I agree. The fact that you're paying, to, it's in the cloud. You don't have to make sure that all your shit's on both of those hard drives at the same time. You don't have to make sure it's all getting backed up there. You know, having two places is one on you site save and it, another. Yeah, place. you're saving money right. on employees. Yeah. basically, you yeah. you don't have. There's to a have... convenience and and an experience fee for for the cloud. And, I... and there's a constant evolution. There's you know, this was the thing that we discovered when we first went to the the cloud. A procuring hardware, getting everything up and running was going to take forever. I spun up an instance in the cloud. I had a test environment. We started building out what we were doing. The next thing we needed to do was set up a production <coughs> environment that was similar to that. Guess what? That was two clicks done. We're on our way. Copy. And yep. <laughs> all of that was very rapid. <clears throat> and then I watched our costs literally shrink because Amazon was growing and we were watching them go, all right, we're adding these 12 services and we're reducing these costs on these services, but you can pay for all these other services and get value, right? The next thing I watched was the introduction of auto-scaling, and auto-scaling became a thing. Well, yeah, we could have done that. We could have had a team that was working on all of that, but they were doing it. And so we didn't have to do yeah, the yeah. R&D around the next thing that was important. So now you got a service provider who's continually evolving their, their landscape and offering service, and it was a very logical thing for us. Now, I do think if you're, like to Ross's point, if you're unusually high on bandwidth or storage, the cop the cloud is extraordinarily expensive. And that's, that's but the, if you're not, if you're like most companies... You know, where that's not your core business, our core business is not storage or bandwidth, the cloud is a better deal. And we're, we're talking about universal music here. We're talking about They're peta- high petabytes, They're high petabytes both, and, and yeah. zettabytes, and that's basically, that's the, the, the argument. Like, their, their usage was so mm-hmm. high, and their bills were, I mean, we, we would never get anywhere close to what they were doing. Because yep. I, I think that they were also, uh, basically, it's, it's all... From what I understood, it's all, all under the same umbrella. So the Universal Studios actually use the same stuff. So they all kind of went in together. Yeah, and, and when you're at critical mass on anything like that, yes, it's their, and that's their yeah. core business. Do you makes um, sense? Just to to go back to Windows, like I think we all agree, the billing for this doesn't make sense the way doesn't they set sense. up. No. Nope. So, but wouldn't it be hilarious? <laughs> like it makes so little sense for a company as as smart as Microsoft. I wonder if it's because the machine is tied to fucking Active Directory at the end of the day, <laughs> and it's AD stuff. Because I feel like like there's so much shit out there that you're like, well, why are you doing this? Or why are you doing this? Or this doesn't make any sense. And you got to go, well, at the end of the day, it's got to bind to AD. You know? And it's like AD is the source of so much. Well, I see it. I see that point, and what I also <laughs> see is... It, and it's probably down to, no, the technology isn't really the problem. In this case, it's Group A at Microsoft 
needs to bill that group yeah, it could B also be that. Yeah, yeah, cross yeah. company charge that's somehow and related Sean, to this. Sean, yeah. this is what we're dealing with right now on, on a daily basis where we're trying to set up resources, oh, yeah. we do VMs, APIs. You have to have a, an Azure subscription in order to start leveraging the any billing of this stuff. Is unnecessarily the billing is, un- is crazy. The resources behind each of those things, they don't even know really. It starts to add up eventually and the way they, they, they layer their cake uh, of of services and cost is crazy. I think that's why they don't know. They don't know what this is going to be. They don't no, know. They don't. What, so when you say I want oh, I want O three six five an operating system. I want everything that Microsoft can provide me <clears throat> on my machine or any machine I ever choose. They don't. You could be the guy that says I need to run Word all day, or you could be the guy yeah, that says I'm exactly. running a multi million dollar business <laughs> with yeah. multiple websites, APIs, an entire Azure Active Directory, AP, like. On the planet, and they go, you know, you get that for 50 bucks a month. Shit. (laughs) So we don't know if you could leverage the $50 a month platform and blow them out of the doors. They go, oh, shit, we forgot. Yeah, an Azure subscription is not included in that, but he gets it for free because he signed up for 50 bucks because of this new platform. (laughs) You don't know what you can get out of it. So maybe that's what they're like, well, we'll say 50 bucks. And if somebody blows, figures it out (laughs) and is some Azure, you know, guru, we're aft and we'll have to. Replan, but for now, let's just say fifty bucks because they yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. we they did the same. The past week, totally we did the same thing. We're trying to set something up, and we're like, let's just get a subscription and see where we go. And I was like, okay, and then we could start adding layers on. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna have to wander, so I don't know what you guys want. Wait, to wait, wait, are you hungry? I'm hungry. Oh, Who's John hungry? is hungry. Who's I'm hungry? Not. You're not hungry. John's hungry. Oh, yeah, but. We only, know, we only know that the pot is over because you're hungry. Yeah, so it's always Steve. Do we need to continue without you? By the way, I got, I got shit from a listener about this recently. Recently. And I got a uh, We Are Amazing from a new podcast listener, which I'd like to uh, do a call out. Hey, Tony, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Worldwide IT <laughs> guys this week. Awesome. Huh. Glad who's, to hear that. Who's, who's Tony? Tony. That's all you Everyone need. Everyone knows Tony. Everyone knows Tony. Come on. It's, it, it, it's great, but seriously, I was told, why do you always end the podcast with I'm hungry, where are we going? That's so our call like, sign. That's like shit. No, somebody didn't like it. So now John's hungry. It's Bullshit. Who are you? Hey, 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 hey. Listen, I bitch about things. Sean's an alcoholic. Dion is loud. And I'm hungry. <laughs> and Steve is hungry. <laughs> there we <laughs> go. Come on. That sounds about right. I love it. And Elise uh, is here, so she's here for a reason. She's hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was here the other day, but you were on vacation. I know. So welcome, Elisa. Where Thank are we you. going to lunch? I don't know. I don't know the neighborhood. I'm new. <laughs> I'm new. All right. We're going to go figure out what to do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you.